Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. So yesterday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and I'm not gonna, you know, rehash anything. Lots of people have said all the right things. I myself even just shared, you know, hey look, this is my favorite speech by him. And it's the one where he touches on the evils, what he calls like the three big evils which are the evils of racism, the evils of militarism, and the evils of capitalism. And so, of course, in the wake of yesterday, what I saw was, you know, liberal friends and uh, family members of mine sharing the nice, warm, cozy MLK quotes. And I saw even some conservative co-workers and friends and family members sharing similar things of, oh yeah, you know, it's wonderful. <clears throat> and so I want to touch on something today that I notice keeps happening. And there are people who talk about it, but there's an aspect to it that I think goes unmentioned. <clears throat> what some people talk about is how Martin Luther King has been corrupted by, if you want to call it the liberal ruling class, into a more palatable figure for white liberals. And this is objectively true. Everyone knows about the free at last and I have a dream Martin Luther King. No one knows, or I shouldn't say no one knows, but no one really likes to deal with the MLK who says, well, a riot is the language of the unheard and capitalism is one of the big three evils along with militarism. And so one of the things that goes un discussed in the whole civil rights issue and when talking about Martin Luther King and other civil rights leaders is how for a lot of them the struggle for black liberation was also it wasn't just about you know hey it's the right thing to do but it was also an economic struggle and it also called out the military industrial complex I'm sure there's lots of people who have forgotten or didn't even know that uh, the main reason why Muhammad Ali was himself very against going to Vietnam was, in his own words, ain't no Vietnamese ever call me an N-word. Why is he supposed to go over and fight against people who haven't shown him, you know, the same level of disrespect that he's facing in his own country? Malcolm X, you know, we all know why he's not celebrated the way MLK is, because the, 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 man, the man was dropping too much hot tea, and no one could accept that. You know, he's, he's talking about white liberals also being terrible and being sly as foxes, but foxes are still predators and you can't trust them. He also accurately pointed out that, you know, listen, if you take the knife out of my back four inches, that doesn't change that the knife is still in there. And we're currently at the point where liberals are pretending like the knife isn't there in the first place. That's what we're up against. We A lot of us know these things, but... No one really mentions how tied together all of these are and how that relates back to not only America's history as um, being a slave owning set of colonies and then eventually you have free states and um, slave states. But, you know, basically the birth of America is tied to racism and slavery and militarism and expansionism. And so the struggle for black liberation seeks to address all those things. And so what always gets left out, and this is what's bothering me today, is that no one ever mentions openly how that benefits 
all of us and not just black people. Yes, we know militarism is bad. Oh, you know, we should vote down more budgets and, you know, cut back military spending. And of course, you know, black people should be equal. Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. And great. Yeah, I'm glad we understand this. But can we then also start really pushing for the idea that black liberation is liberation for all? all oppressed minorities, whether you are a poor white person, a disabled person, a Latino, an Asian, women, Muslims, Christians, Jews, atheists, black liberation positively impacts all of us. Whether you're poor or you're middle class, if you're white, if you're black, if you're brown, it benefits us all all and yet no one really mentions that because the struggle for black liberation is tied just so intricately into the main setup of the neoliberal order of america which is militarism hence why the police also get a ton of funding and surplus military equipment the struggle for black liberation is also one of economics because the current system requires people to be poor whether they are illegal immigrants or poor you know indigenous like and by indigenous i mean like you know born and raised americans it relies on poverty to keep this system running it's so tied together and people are always so close to seeing the bigger picture and recognizing that oh hey you know what yeah, these civil rights leaders recognized this in the past. And so maybe instead of just talking about how great they were as people, which is valid, but instead of just talking about how great they were as people and, you know, ahead of their times and real visionaries and leaders, let's also actually take the message and the lessons that they were talking about, which explains very explicitly that when black people win, we all win. All of us who are poor, minorities, indigenous. And it has to do with more than just, you know, black people should have civil rights. It has to do with the economic system, with the rampant militarism and military surplus gear and the hero worship around that whole system in America with how, you know, defense contracts are split up amongst so many different states as part of a jobs campaign, which is basically just a glorified make work campaign that they still won't pay taxes on. It's all tied together. And I wish more people realized that, but the fact that so many don't is definitely what's bothering me today.